You're listening to Courting in Color with your hosts, Shatrice and Louise. Hello, (laughs) and welcome back to another episode and another season of Courting in Color, y'all. I'm Shatrice. Hey, y'all. I'm Louise. Louise, tell me in the cuties, what have you been up to in our little uh, hiatus? Oh my gosh, yeah. I can't even remember our last episode. December, was it? I think it was like the 22nd-ish. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so since then, uh, we got the chance to see each other for New yes. Year's, for New Year's Eve. Um, and so that was okay. fun. That was cute. Mm-hmm. And what else have I been up to? So I um, kind of went semi-viral on my food Instagram. Um, and so kind of gained a bunch of followers pretty quickly. Ooh. I think it was like 200 in the span of, no, it wasn't too. No, actually, I think it was, it was you like were working. Yeah, it was like 200 in the span of like a couple of days. And so um, that kind of just what do you th- reignited my Yes. Creativity. What do you think it was? Were you so like just pushing out content? <laughs> no. So I think it's Instagram. So I think once Instagram pushes out your stuff to a broader audience via the explore page, that's how you get found. But And I don't know about you, but I don't use the explore page. Like it's just kind of there. Yeah. Um, maybe sometimes I scroll, not even scroll. Maybe sometimes I'll take more than a second gander if I really see something that's like appealing, but when I asked people how they found me, they're like, you should up on my explore page. You should up on my explore page. And I'm like, oh, I don't know how you get on the explore page. <laughs> right. The explore page and... um, a couple of times. Oh, that's I was awesome. Page a couple of times. And so um, I that kind of just re- reignited my creativity, um, which was really, really dope. And um, I launched my website officially. And Yay! so, you know, Courting Cuties allowed me to reintroduce myself. Um, I'm oh sorry. I'm going to reintroduce myself because I'm trying to step more into my creative self in 2022. So I love um, it. Are you going to be like, uh, I'm Shatrice and you're like, (laughs) well, listen, you are, you, you are a lot of things as well. So maybe that can be like our new intro. We can, you could be like, (laughs) hi, my name's Shatrice. I'm a lifestyle blogger. I don't know, badass, whatever you want, but thank um, you. I'm going to reintroduce myself to say, Hey, courting cuties. My name is Luis. I am a local food blogger, podcast yes. host, and a writer. So, and I am, uh, I'm officially coming out and saying I'm uh, based in Greensboro, North Carolina. I am, uh, I think a couple of my, uh, Greensboro snap, snap, snap. are going to follow and listen to our episodes now. So that's yes. exciting. So shout I out love to y'all, it. y'all are listening. Um, but yeah, I'm just uh I'm coming out, coming out of the I'm the Greensboro out. closet. So, you know, and <laughs> truly, I mean, Welcome. as always, I think like I think it's always like <laughs> five people who listen to this podcast. I know that's not <laughs> yeah. true because the numbers no. reflect that. So uh <laughs> hello everyone. It is I. Yes. Round of applause for our multifaceted, multi-talented Louise, who does happen to reside in the city of Greensboro. <laughs> There's been so many times, cuties, fun fact, that we've accidentally said Greensboro and just cut it out. Because, <laughs> you know, I was trying to maintain an aloof mystery, so. 
you know, I guess, I guess if you really want to research us, I mean, it's also not that hard to find us. I feel like, wow, we're back and I'm trying to figure out what have I been up to since we last talked? Um, let's see. Oh, 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 let me do you're coming out and I'll make a little reveal here. (laughs) And I'm coming in. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You're coming out. I'm coming into my age because I (gasps) went to (laughs) oh my god I went to the optometrist for the very first time as an adult and she was like you can't see far out of this eye you can't see close out of this eye so I don't know what that means both of my eyes have been either okay it means basically a bitch spent like three hundred dollars on these glasses no it was probably 150 but anyway not cheap but I was like oh is this what people have been doing so yeah so I have glasses now (laughs) how do you feel um old blind (laughs) well I was like nervous because I was like okay wait I is it true optometrist that if I get glasses now my eyes are going to become so reliant on glasses that when I don't have them on they're going to get worse and she was like technically no that's not the case technically it's just that your your brain now knows what the world could look like and wants to go back to eyesight problems and you just didn't like go to an optometrist or you just kind of were fumbling through life (laughs) not blind fumbling through life with With vision vision, impairment vision vision (laughs) impairment no so um well you know I feel like our partners are supposed to make us better and so I guess you know this one is a shout out to Bay because he kind of noticed that like when uh-huh. like when we were together like he would see something like all the way over there and I'd be like how do you see that like how do you I can't what are you reading like I literally we were in Home Depot or something the other day and I was like wait no no, no let's go back to where we were standing where you said you could see that price tag because I don't understand how you can see that price tag and he was like you really need to go to the eye doctor that was probably the last time he said it out of many times he said it because like sometimes I'm like well when I'm driving and it's like late at night that's why you don't like driving um that and I physically like hate sitting in one spot (laughs) but yes yes perhaps that's part of it because when it gets dark or when I went when I get tired I tend to see things moving that are not moving and I tend to mistake things for (laughs) oh my god child drive it back from child but you know what impeccable impeccable driving record impeccable thank driving you record. thank you i've gotten no speeding tickets in the last 12 months so thank you <laughs> perhaps impeccable perhaps is a stretch but the point is because really i've never gotten a ticket for because of the cause was that i couldn't see something Right. unless you count that one time i was in boston where i just did not see the whole street light like I didn't I just I just was I kept driving because I didn't see because they put them on the side of the corner you know what I mean so I'm like used to looking like directly ahead and yeah up, and, and it was up. off to the side and and so literally I was like thank god I literally drove through an intersection <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you were on your fast and the furious shit okay 
look, I was fast, fam. And when I tell you uh, that police officer was faster, fam, on his motorcycle. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you what I haven't been doing since we last recorded driving. And not because of any of what I just shared, (laughs) but because it snowed. We basically had a blizzard out here. And... I was like, oh, well, no, boo, I don't drive in the South when there's um, mm-hmm. inclement weather snow. because, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> when there's snow because we don't know how to treat the roads. I've lived in Ohio and driving in the snow is like nothing there. Like, it's totally fine. I've lived here, there and other places and in the South. And I'm like, nah, we like just need to shut everything down. Like, yeah. just tell people to try again tomorrow. Buy all your bread and butter the day before, which let me tell you how much me and Bay spent like over a hundred dollars on groceries being pre- trying to be prepared for like three days. And I'm like, we don't, I was like, what was wrong with us? We don't need this much food for three fucking days. But okay, fine. <laughs> but you had provisions. You we had provisions, honey. We didn't have to ration a damn thing. And so really, honestly, the last couple of weeks, I've just been playing catch up. The semester started um over again I'm you know trying to remember to use my glasses and my retainer I'm just really trying to adult here um I'm trying 30 I know I think I need like a seat cushion for this chair now it's just a lot is happening but also nothing's really happening (laughs) (laughs) that is me so cuties we just had so much fun with this question last season we're gonna keep it uh the question for the season the same this season so the question is what holiday are you celebrating this week and since me and louise just decided this 10 minutes before we started recording that's my fault um i'm gonna go with mlk because since it did snow on mlk that was like mlk weekend when it snowed um this event i do for work was of course canceled because again south driving snow not a thing we we were we were expected to get 12 inches which I was like, there's no fucking way. And there wasn't. We got like six, though. Um, And so we moved that event to this Saturday. And I'm just praying that it doesn't snow again. I picked this Saturday because it was like, there is no call for snow the day before or any time this weekend. And now there kind of is. So honestly, if if this event gets canceled again, I'm not doing it. (laughs) So I am still in the process of celebrating MLK. By the time this episode comes out, you will have celebrated your B-Day. Are you also coming out with your age or do you just keep it B-Day? Because that's my (laughs) thing. So I am turning 32, according cuties. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 32. Shout out to my fellow Taylor Swift fans. I was texting Chatrice. I'm like, you know, this for some reason, this feels like my first pandemic birthday because last year... So my, when I turned 30, the, it was two months before shutdown. And so I, I got to have like a legit birthday last mm-hmm. year. It was my golden birthday. And so I, it still felt uh, special, but yeah. this year there's really nothing special about turning 32. And yes! so I'm kind of yes. like, yeah, it's okay. I'm going to make it special because I'm just like, Obvious. you know, I, I always try to like look at birthdays as a way of doing things I've always wanted to do or how to just make it yeah. fun. And so I like um, that. I'll, I'll talk about that with shout out for the culture um, okay. a little bit in a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think my next one probably will be I might do something big for 35 and obviously something big for 40 but Obby. let's just get let's get there hopefully the world <laughs> right. is still is still turning exactly because at this rate who fucking knows but yes so that is all the things that we'll be celebrating over the next couple of weeks I guess including Groundhog's Day if you <laughs> like that as well 
And so we definitely wanted to bring back Courting Cutie shout out. So I want to give a super special shout out to perhaps the man who might be our only straight male listener. I'm not sure (laughs) about the exact demographics, but shout out to Dr. Walter Lee, um, because I was talking about the... uh, I was talking about the podcast at a holiday party over the break or whatever. Yes, and I was like, promo. Okay. I was like, well, just so y'all know if y'all didn't, cause I actually had like a lot of new people at my house. And I think we, I think we get recorded like that following week. So I won't go into any of that, but yeah. And so there were some new people. There were some people I hadn't seen in a while, which while and Devere, um, who are married, I hadn't seen them in a minute. And just a couple, just, I mean, there was probably like 20 plus people here. And so I was like, it was the end of the night. I don't know how the podcast came. Up. Oh, I know how the podcast came up because me and the newest person who I literally hadn't met until I invited her to my house. I'm like, woo, small town living. Um, we were talking about like, just dating, dating and relationship stuff. And I was like, well, girl, on my podcast. And I was like, <laughs> everyone on my podcast. Everyone. Take yes. this business card. Listen yes, to one okay. episode. And Watt was like, you know what? I'm going to... Um, I'm going to, he's like pulling out his phone. I was like, what is it called? He's, I'm going to find it. And I was like, yeah, it's courting in color. And he was like, oh, like how many, like, are y'all like new? I was like, yeah, we're kind of new. And he was like, oh, wait, y'all have like 50 something episodes. And I was like, I mean, I don't know. We can do this. We're like, whatever. So anyway, so shout out to Walt for following. I know he hit that follow button because he did it right in front of me. So <laughs> Thank you, Walt. <laughs> But yes, um, and I see another shout out. Yes. And kind of actually, I didn't I didn't know that was the Walt story, or I think you might have told me, but in kind of a similar way of like just our friends kind of like lifting us up, gassing us up. Um, so Kimberly, who we both know from our time on the mountain, um, mm-hmm. she I didn't even tell you this, but she invited me to her class to talk podcasting 101 um, to her class. And so I had that this morning. I don't know if any of those students are going to listen to this episode. Guest lecture. (laughs) Yeah, I got to do my first guest lecture on podcasting, which is just super dope and super awesome. And in kind of a similar way, I was like, yeah, I've been at this for a minute. Like, so I think for me, you know, I had another podcast before recording in color. And so I've been doing that now for four years. And it was just a really awesome to like share about courting in color, share knowledge. Um, you know, the students, uh, Kimberly brought me in specifically to talk about podcasting 101, but kind of uh, the kids, the students were doing more of an inter- interview-based podcast. And so um, courting in color is really not that often. You Like we have guests, but we don't really, we're not interviewing someone, so to speak. Right. And, but they had such fantastic questions. I put oh. together like a little worksheet of like- Come on! here's you know here's uh here's the mics we have here's the mic stand here's the light like here's kind of what we do and mm-hmm. I don't know it was really nice and then Kimberly just was like super congratulatory and just she's like you just Aww. have a really lovely way of talking and inviting people in and it was really great shout out to you know Dr. Lee and Kimberly future Dr. Yes. Kimberly um, yes so shout out to just our friends who are like, who see us and support us. And I mean, yeah, we've been, at, we've been at it for a minute. Right. So yeah, we're newish, we're small, but we've done 55 episodes and that's like incredible. Yeah. I was like, Oh, like I said, it's kind of a big deal. And so a couple other folks are like, yeah, that's cool. Um, what, <laughs> what class? I mean, like, sorry for everyone else. I'm not shouting out, but kudos to you. Uh, adding speaking engagements to your ever-growing CV. So I'm just excited for the day when you're like, you know what? I'm full-time creative doing all this. 
slide, listen so. oprah isa whoever has a podcast <laughs> i mean you know hey we we when we had our production meeting a week and a half ago i mean we're dreamers right we have such big mm-hmm. dreams and so yeah we're just kind of at this until and until we're not and we're not. Like, we might, yeah we might do it and get picked up by isa ray right or something else radio so. Um, and what is her Oprah Winfrey? One? Well, it's part of, part of the shout out for the culture. I think Oprah is about to launch a podcasting recording production company, something or another. Oh, um, bitch. Let me Google this now. As we are rolling on by, let's do a little shout out for the culture. Shout out, shout out, shout out for the culture. For the culture. Um, and our first shout out for the culture this year um and i meant to honestly mention this right before we went on break in our last episode but that's okay because it's only literally one episode but i want to shout out um uh abbott elementary which is a show by quinta brown i think she created she produces and if any of y'all watch a black lady sketch comedy she was one of the main comedians on uh, season one. Yeah, like the shortest one. And you know, I just love watching short women on TV. Like, I feel like me and Adrian Ballon would get along so well. Because <laughs> yes, she's just- Adrian <laughs> Ballon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, um, because she's just so short and she's just always so fashionable. And I just like, I don't know if she realizes how short she is, but it's always an inspiration when I see short people. <laughs> <laughs> TV, Courtney Kardashian, shout out, or not Courtney. Yes, Courtney Kardashian. She's the shortest Kardashian. Like, I just like seeing shorter women on TV. <laughs> anyway, that's not even what the shout out. Shout that. out to short women on TV, actually. That is the yes. shout out. <laughs> but no, if you are looking for something to watch this um, winter season or whatever they call it in TV, definitely check out Abbott Elementary. I think it's on, uh, I'm not going to quote the network because I can't remember. I think but it's, it's on ABC Hulu. and then Hulu. Is it ABC? Yeah. Okay, because I always watch it on Hulu. And then, so basically it's like, uh set in uh it's basically all these teachers at an elementary school as the name implies and the school (laughs) the school is so janky and like there's always shit that's like falling apart and so like there's quinta brown's character who's like i'm gonna fix it and we're gonna be great for the kids and then there's like older teachers who are like girl like we just learn how to work around the shit and then the principal (laughs) is the some have said the black female version of michael scott and it is fucking (gasps) ridiculous do you think it's true I mean, she is incompetent. So yeah. Okay, that's funny. Okay, great. Oh, uh, because you know, yes, I talked about this yes. a couple episodes ago. I cannot stand Michael Scott. So. <laughs> and it's like so funny seeing basically his similar antics, like done by a sure. black woman. Like she was making, like she's made references to her like OnlyFans and stuff like that. <laughs> get this job plot twist it wasn't because she was qualified um but uh yes so Abbott Elementary and then on I don't know maybe another network I think NBC Grand Grand Crew and so Louise you always shout out Nicole Byer she's one of the main characters on this show yes 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 yes. okay yes 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 and so so then this I said okay for the 2020s this is even though we got, you know, pandemic, corona, whatever, this could be the roaring 20s of television, of Black television. <laughs> because, mm-hmm. because Ooh, that's Grant, a hot take. I can see it. Yes, I can see it. Because Grand Crew has basically been described as the Black 
friends, which is funny because that was the white living single, but we won't go through all that. But um, so yeah, it's like this collection of friends. They have this bar mm-hmm. that they go to. And I think the the interesting take that they take on it is like, here are a group of black men and women, but they're going to do some stuff that you don't see black men and women doing or talking about a lot on TV, like on like sitcom, like scripted TV. And so there's, you know, an episode about therapy and like (laughs) black guys are like black people don't go to therapy and like they, you know, do that whole bit and other antics that they get into. But yeah, so those are the two shows that I've been enjoying. That was a long time. I'll get some of that out. But yeah, they've been really good. So my shout out for the culture is Old Navy. (laughs) So um, interesting. Let me, you know, picture this. Picture this. Me yesterday, last night. Uh, (laughs) So, okay, speaking about my birthday, I cannot remember. It might have been my friend Ashaki from St. Louis, like way back in like 2000. 16 or 17 or my friend Brittany I can't remember when I lived in St. Louis one of my friends at the time was like uh, introduced me to this idea that for your birthday if there's nothing else that you gift yourself gift yourself a whole new outfit for your birthday oh that's a Um, good idea and so I I did that for one of my birthdays in St. Louis and I felt like super cute I think I tried to do that for a couple last year I didn't because you know whatever but this year I was like you know what I'm gonna do it because again there was really nothing I was like I want to make this birthday feel special somehow um and so you know I uh have gained weight during the pandemic um and so I know that has shifted clothes and all that stuff and so you know it's I've been to XL before that's like kind of my size my uh shirt size and so I know how difficult it is to find stuff Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been pretty successful thrifting with Goodwill, but I was like, you know what, this time around, I'm going to go to a store, like a department Ooh. store that way I don't have to spend time that we don't have to spend time like, looking through Goodwill and all that shit. And so, mm-hmm. but you know, because she grew up working class, uh, I go, I went to Kohl's and JCPenney. Um, <laughs> and so yesterday, I think it was a Kohl's. So I went to a Kohl's yesterday and I was like, okay, there's some cute 2XL stuff. I was like, this would be cute. This would be cute. I have like four different options and I go and try them on. Nothing fit me. Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, I cannot tell if this is a true 2XL or mm-hmm. not because I, I don't know. I have 2XL clothes that fits me fine. And I'm just yeah. like, but this is not the first time 2XL stuff doesn't fit me. And I know vanity sizes are a thing. And anyway, yep. so long story short, I walk out to feed it and I'm like, fuck this. Like I was just trying to have a good birthday. I wanted to feel really cute. And I went to a outdoor strip mall and there was an old Navy. Mm. Now, three weeks ago, I went to an old Navy, another old Navy, a separate old Navy in Greensboro to look for 2XL stuff, but they, they didn't have anything. And I brought that up and cause I kind of walked in, I looked around, there was no 2XL stuff. She's like, Oh, or did you not find anything? I was like, no, like I'm looking for 2XL stuff. Homegirl was like, yeah, that's sorry, not even like, it. <clears throat> it just go up that high, but they just didn't have any items. Granted, that's this not was maybe like, like right before- that's not like extra plus plus like 2XL is just one right, more than one. Right. They they like, just didn't have any they didn't have any items and I, I don't know if it was like a stocking issue or um, you know, supply chains or the ho- whatever. The point is they didn't have any. So I was like, okay, fine. And so walking out of Kohl's last night, I was like, okay, well, I could try Old Navy, but like I had this experience. I was like, I'm not gonna do it. like I already feel shitty. Like, and the thing is, mm-hmm. if you're plus size, thick and juicy, curvy, I talked about this <laughs> on my Instagram stories this morning. It's really demoralizing and dejecting when you can't find clothes that fit you. Um, and I, I literally, literally, it can change my whole day around going clothes shopping and not being able to find something. But I said, mm-hmm. you know what, girl, you are here, Old Navy. Pop in. That way, you at least know what's available, and you can. Right check this old navy off the list if it doesn't have anything 
So mm-hmm. I walk in, I was like, okay, I, I walk in and I see two XL stuff. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, let me just walk around, pick up some stuff. And then um, Old Navy, I don't know if you know, has this now has a gender neutral clothing line. That's literally how they call it gender neutral clothing. Like it's not in the men's section or the women's section. It's just gender neutral. And I see some mm. stuff that I really like there. And I'm like, okay, let me go. I see some 2XL stuff. Let me pick it up. And of course, probably like many like thick and juicy fat people, we tell ourselves a monologue. It's not going to fit. It's not going to fit. And whatever, I'll deal with it. I mm-hmm. go in and bitch. It fits me. The stuff fits me so well from Old Navy. The gender neutral stuff fits me really, really well. Um, The jeans that I tried on were my waist size, but they were a little too long. And I just was like, okay, that's fine. You know, whatever. But like, I found so much shit that fit me. I won't tell you how much I ended up spending at Old Navy. So (laughs) if anyone works at Old Navy, if anyone works at Old Navy, um, shout out to y'all for having 2XL stuff to begin with, but like also that gender neutral stuff, like stuff that, fit, like I walked out, I was like, you know, it's serious when I'm like, Restored. can I talk to a manager? Can I talk to a manager and like give them kudos? Like, yeah. this fucking company. Now, let me tell you something though, that you try to get me to sign up for a credit card. and As they will. This wasn't pushy, but she was like, you know, if she said it twice and I was like, no, I'm okay. Girl, if I say no the first time, usually I try to right. stop them before they even start the whole spiel. I don't want you to waste same, your same, breath. Same, same, same. I'm not getting yeah, yeah. a credit card. One of the things too that I'm gonna, I really want to. I know, I know, we're not gonna talk about New Year's resolutions, but one of the things I want to do better for myself this year is to ask for shit for free. Mm-hmm. Closed mouths don't get fed, right? We know that. But let me yes. give you a good example. Last month I went to the dentist office and I was like, you know what? I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little, a little thirsty. So I walked <laughs> up and I was like. Do you got a bottle of water? My palate's like, what? not moist. <laughs> She's like, do you have a bottle of water? She's like, yeah, I think so. Did you give me a bottle of water? And I'm like, you know what? So according cuties, I encourage you to like <laughs> ask it. for shit for free. What do they do? The worst I can tell you is no. Like, but I, 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 I want to, as someone who doesn't ask for shit, right? Too mm-hmm. scared, too nervous. I'm going to start doing that. Like walk in somewhere and be like, can I just borrow a pen? Like just start practicing <laughs> asking for stuff yes! and see what people give you. And I, I don't know so why. Like, I, I, just need to, I just need to do that more. Right. Um, but anyways, well, yes, thank you for sharing. And honestly, you um, just reminded me of something that we'll talk about perhaps next week or offline about Karens because <laughs> they are amongst us. Um, but what is also amongst us that is a little disturbing, <laughs> makes me a little uneasy, are these sexy beasts that we're going <laughs> to talk about today. Um, <clears throat> and so according to um, Netflix, they said, uh, ready to say goodbye to superficial dating, question mark. Sexy Beast is the dating show that takes looks completely out of the equation using fantastical cutting edge prosthetics to transform the daters, giving them a chance to find love purely based on personality, end quote. (laughs) So so Netflix said, guess what, boo-boos? Not only do we have, what was that show where love is blind? It was like, you won't see the PayPal, whatever. So they're like, we'll take it a step further. We will just make people look utterly ridiculous and apparently fly them to London, which I was like, I know. I wonder if it was because of COVID precautions. I wonder if like it was just COVID related. Hmm. Maybe. Because I'd be curious when they would, I'd be curious when they filmed. Yeah. Because I was like, so, well, we'll get into it. I'm like, so if you're from California and he's from Essex, what 
what is this relationship going to be? But right. okay. <laughs> um, and so I have to give a shout out to Bay. I feel like he requested a shout out or maybe he didn't, but I have to give a shout out to Bay because <laughs> regardless, he, shout out. Re- regardless, here's a shout out because he is the one who was like, he saw like a, because he loves fucking vampire flicks and like fantastical. I told you about Harry Potter. Like, so he's just all about that. And so he saw like just an image of like the people who's like, what's that? We have to watch it. And so like, I literally roll my eyes through every episode, but he's so amused by it that I was like, you know what? This is fine. Sure. It is about dating and relationships. I will bring this to you, the podcast. And you know what? We will use this for content purposes. Yes, we, I was like, episode. I will keep watching <laughs> for this reason. So, cuties, what I had Louise do, because I think we're on like season two or something, but what I had Louise do was watch three particular episodes in the first season just to get our overall thoughts and reactions. And the funny thing was, because I was like, I need you to think about or try to remember specific things. So I sent like a list of prompts and questions beforehand. But what I appreciated was that Louise then sent me voice memos of their live reactions. So <laughs> me and they got to listen to those and we were cracking up. So we're hopping straight okay. into episode one, Emma the Demon. So again, the, or I should, I should say in each episode, there's one person who gets to go on a date or well, which we'll talk about is it a date go on a conversation experience with three people and as for now as of now it's only been like heterosexual pairing so like a woman will date like three men I haven't seen any like queer options which I'm like you could totally like this is I don't feel like this is difficult to be like oh let's add in a queer op here we meet Emma and then Emma has the opportunity to get to know Archie who is dressed as Zeus, Adam who is dressed as, oh, I thought I said moose. I was like, how funny, a mouse. (laughs) (laughs) And Bennett. As a baboose. It's a a baboose, okay? It rhymes. But he's technically a mandrill. I literally had to go back. I was like, I see a baboon of some sort. Well, actually an Uh, animal that I I recognize from Lion King, but I guess the official name is a mandrill. But folks- I was going to call Bennett Rafiki, so I will- Yes, Rafiki. Okay, yes, yes, yes. That's who I'm thinking of. (laughs) But yes. Okay, so first question for you, Louise, if you can recall to last night. Um, So what did you think about the this first set of four, (laughs) like masks and makeup and all that good stuff? Oh my God. So I had not seen this uh, show pop up, pop on, on my Netflix news feed. So when Jatree suggested it, I don't <laughs> even know if you gave me much context of the <laughs> I show. So. I was, I think I just was actually, you might've told me about it. And I was like, so is this for furries? Like I was, I was just very confused. Mm, yes. Like as enough. to who this was for. Uh, we also need to talk about the creepy narrator who like narrated foot fetish <laughs> segment. That was really weird. Um, yeah. But, so I think the first episode, I it was like kind of weirding me out, to be totally honest. Like, <laughs> you I think sent me a text, you're like, trees. am I going to be scared? Like, can I go to bed? Yeah, like, am I, I going to have like, nightmares? Yeah, I was like, am I going to have nightmares watching this? Because it is it is a little animatronics, yes, weird. It's just weird, yes. right? Like, yes. I never saw the live action Simba, but it's just kind of like. <laughs> and these, you don't need to. These animals don't speak human English <laughs> and move in this way and so it was just kind and of here they are. weird so when the for watching the first episode I was like this is weird but then by the second or third <laughs> episode I was like I was I was totally fine 
Okay, good. I'm one. I'm glad you like made it through. Um, but that's you're 100% right. I like do not like animatronic things, and I only have recently uh-huh. learned that from the boo thing who like watches like dinosaurs from the 90s. That shit is creepy as fuck. And there's like other, th- I'm like, it's just always very creepy. They move weird. It's just whatever. So I would have never watched this show. Cause yeah, like they kept like having creatures and I'm like, oh, that's just not, not my jam. But yeah. it is the, the uh, humans underneath the mask, behind the mask, underneath the costumes are true, genuine, g- entertaining characters characters they are true characters thank you within them within their own rights and so out of the three options of zeus mouse and uh rafiki which one would you have been if you had to (laughs) (laughs) i kind of like i don't know why but i thought the mouse one covered you up the most i think Mm -hmm. a common thread for me was i think I think at the beginning, I spent a lot more energy trying to figure out what they looked like underneath. Absolutely. You could still see some of their features, whereas mm-hmm. I think the mouse actually was a little bit more it's of like, a head or it was it was kind of covered up more. Mm-hmm. Like you really couldn't see too much because even Homegirl as even Emma as a demon, you can kind of you could kind of get the sense of her head shape a little bit like they didn't they didn't completely didn't completely alter a hundred percent of her face so oh sure, sure, the sure. mouse yeah the mouse also still had a little bit of flair kind of yeah just had a little <laughs> swag to it that i was like is this the mouse or is this the person um <laughs> which i think is also interesting like how did i'd be curious from the contestants did they mm-hmm. feel limited in any way being in in masks right like did you feel mm-hmm. like you couldn't be swagger swaggy swaggy swagger whatever half swag, swag. Have sure. swag with these masks on. <laughs> well, and then I actually thought you were prosthetics. Ask, I should stop calling a mask prosthetics. Yeah, it's yeah, it really is much more than a mask. But I actually thought you were gonna say, um, did people feel like they did people feel emboldened to be more swaglicious, to like oh. be more extra because they got to hide behind the prosthetics and the makeup? Because that's what I kind of wonder for a few of them. Mm-hmm. Um but yes, so I, you know, I don't play about the devil. So if I was Emma, I wouldn't have even let them dress me up as a demon. Like, that would have just been right. a no. Well, that's what I was like. I was and, like, and that's why I want to know, like, do you get to pick? Do you have yeah. options? Does it, I also was like, does it align with your personality? Was like Zeus supposed to be like the homewrecker and like the oh. sexually promiscuous one? Because that's how who Zeus was in. Oh, I was Greek thinking mythology. like strong. <laughs> right. Well, and my thing is to me, I was also thinking I was like, to what extent are these animal choices racialized too? I just, I could, I couldn't always let go of some stuff. Oh, well, and we can get to that because let me tell you, I was waiting. I was waiting for them to dress a Negro up as any form of an ape monkey baboon. And I was yes. about to be writing letters left and right to them. <laughs> boycott in my free account. Shout out to Melissa. Um, But yes, I, I, we've seen, I think almost all of the episodes episodes and we've yet to see that because people love to make that mistake and i'm like not i'm like surely just for this free flight to england and probably the 200 dollars that they paid you to do this like it's not worth (laughs) degrading your humanity so there's that but yes okay i think if i had to choose i would choose zeus because let me tell you um chatrice if chatrice was on the show as the person with the three dates there are some people who automatically get disqualified based on what their mask looks like. 
Really? Yes. Oh my god. Because let me tell you something. Some of these shits are hideous, and I can't like it just grosses me out. And I think that's like the next <laughs> episode. I was like, I would literally. I'm so sorry. Unless you be like, unless you were like amazing, I'd delete you just because I can't stand to look. <laughs> yeah, sorry. And I, I'm looking down because I had to pull up. What yes, I, all three of them looked like. Oh yes. yeah. So what you're saying, you would be, you would be Zeus. I would be the Zeus. It's mono, monochromatic. You know, it's kind, it's yeah. chiseled. It's like the closest to basically a normal face, I guess. Oh, um, yes, and yes, that yes. rat, because, that mouse does because the rat has a little sweat. I don't know. It's very. It, is it the pink me, shirt? It, <laughs> is it the pink shirt? I think it's a pink shirt, but it almost looks real. You know what I mean? Like it almost looks like a human. It almost looks like a human mouse, if that makes sense. Like yes, just the way that it looks, crazy. I was like, "Is this a real mouse?" Like that prosthetic <laughs> was so good that I was like, "Is this cats?" <laughs> right? I was like, "Is this cats?" Like the live action cats. Like I was because That's baboon, <laughs> baboon, uh, baboon. <laughs> Bennett was just. It was. It was. Yeah. It was. It was almost too fake. But yeah, that's well, like a girl, big mouse. yeah. And so do you think, okay, total, now I'm on a tangent about these prosthetics. Do you think like they're in hair and makeup for like hours for this? Or do you think it's just a bigger mask type thing? I, I'm i with- sure there's some behind the scenes on YouTube. I really should find it because to me, I, so I think it was in this first episode and I don't, I mean, I don't think we're necessarily talking about the episode in any chronological way, but at the end of the episode where homeboy's stomach growls, I was like, I know you have been sitting there for a while waiting for this shit to come off. And I was like, <laughs> I would be pit. Cause I'm like, I can't imagine that stuff comes off in like five minutes. I'm exactly 30 to an hour. I, I, I want to see the, um, I don't know if we the have any production of- assistants out there, but I want to see the timesheet. Like, what's the cost sheet? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, what, when do all this, be, like, yeah, that's, and I'm sure it's a full day of filming. I'm sure it's a full oh, day. Oh, absolutely. For literal, the literal, like, five minutes that we get for the ridiculous yes. ass conversations. I feel like the second dates are more like actual dates. I don't really yes, like yes, yes. the first rounds. I think they're kind of weird. But um, with Archie, she, they went and got foot rubs on their day which was the narrator with the creepy foot fetish (laughs) which you know i mean people love feet and i well we won't get into that but yes so i was like honestly i really wish someone would like go in on my feet and not in a sexual way in a reflexology kind of way oh yeah this would actually be amazing (laughs) (laughs) let me sign Um, up right i was like do i need to get on here um and then bennett they went to amusement park um, they went to an amusement park and then they had a little bit of a mutant makeout session on there. And that's <laughs> what I knew. Yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, they were okay. My thing is, do you think they are encouraged to play it up? Because I'm trying to, I'm looking back at my notes. Um, so my two notes was, what did you think of the final reveal? And I, you wrote, I screamed at the final reveal. <laughs> um, and I screamed I when upset. they were kissing. <laughs> And I was like, did they make it rain? Or, I mean, honestly, I hope a producer was there the day of and was like, like bitch, it's raining. Them. Okay, you need, to, you need to end the day. Come <laughs> over here. Come over here. Here's this umbrella. Okay, like, I mean, put on your producer hat because oh it, made, it made for good TV. And That's to me, hilarious. I was like, they'll encourage. I, so, because to me, I it caused me to reflect on my own dating experiences. I don't tend to kiss on the first date. So y'all were getting way too close for me on your first date. Let's talk about it. Well, one, let's talk about the fact that when you said making it rain, I thought you meant like at a strip club. And I was like, oh, no, you oh, no, actual no. rain. Like they took a giant ass hose <laughs> and like made it rain. 
which honestly I would love if that's exactly what they did. Um, but let's talk about that because that happens in, not frequently on this show, but it does happen every now and then where like they're on that second day and they're just like really into it. And they are what, attempting to make, like, are you even, your lips, there's no way your lips in that beast oh, costume is touching the he lips bit, of the baboon. Oh, right, right. And I wrote, he bit her lip. Like, <laughs> oh no, that was at the end. That was at the, I was at the end. Sorry, sorry. Uh, no, that was at the end. But yeah, but it's like, because to me, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, my thing is, and truly, I just want to know, like, is the earth, you're like, I am, it's kind of like, I'm so attracted to this person. I have no choice but to kiss them. Your first kiss is in a mask. <laughs> well, and that's okay. And that's what, what are you going to tell grandma? What are you going to tell the grandkids? <laughs> Mima and Papa kissed on a mask in 2020. Like a devil and a baboon just going at it. Um, well- so, and I'm sure, I'm sure they're encouraged to like, gaff like kind of you know bump it i get it yeah like, but i was like some of y'all are like hot. i don't and my well, thing is do you I think never they get kiss ready someone if i don't know oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I could never kiss someone who's th- like i would be so first of all i would be so distracted because i'd be like trying to figure out what they look like underneath oh, the mask no. or whatever that's not romantic that is not <laughs> romantic exactly so i'm not gonna make out with you when you don't even have full access to your lips i'm looking back at hers she has more access to her lips but he's in a fucking baboon prosthetic situation. right like, like what am i even like kissing gotta, are you just like tongue yeah. battling like like what are you like I was just trying to figure out. I, I feel like they're just like bumping faces, like bumping back and just bumping faces. That's because you're bumping masks. Like it's just right. Like, Did that do me, anything? And I'm for sure. You? I'm sure they are encouraged to like again, like you know, figure out um, how to make it <laughs> make it work. You know, because it's good yes. TV. Because I honestly think. It would. I think even what made not it doesn't have to be always be a dating around comparison. What the better thing about dating around was it felt a little bit more authentic. I think the episodes were a little bit longer. This yeah. felt so rushed and so produced. Then I'm like, and I know we'll get to Jersey Girl, but like <laughs> oh, she was absolutely. just like, bam, ba-dam, 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 and I was just like, oh, oh shit, like, ooh, like take me through the take me through the journey <laughs> a little bit, like I Honey, I don't know I. I really need to look at a sexy beast behind the scenes on YouTube because I have so many questions from a production. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. And so, okay, I'll I'll move us along because I'm looking at these. Oh wait, can I say one quick thing about? Okay, so obviously at the end when they kissed, he bit her lip, like (laughs) bit pulled. And I don't know if you've ever been on the receiving end of that, but that shit hurts. Like when someone, I've I've been on the receiving end of it. It hurts. Like well, when someone I, like bites your lip and pulls as you're kissing, that hurts a little bit. Like that's not. You're not supposed to make it hurt. It's supposed to be like a gentle. Like, like, it looked like he was ready to tear her off, like tear <laughs> it off. So I was. But let me say this is truly the last thing. No, uh, you're fine. Zeus, Zeus Archie. I wrote my note was the short king was cuter <laughs> and he was cute and he was a short king. Thank you for that. Um And OK, so. You know, again, spoiler cuties, if you haven't watched the first episode of Sexy Beast, Emma does pick Bennett, the baboon. Yes, so she did pick the baboon. And I was like, okay, let's see what he looks like. And child, what did he got oh, that reveal? He was, I was, he I was, was like, cute. oh, 
hell no. I was like, there's a lot going on. Like, it's just too much. I'm like, this is not what I wanted to be under the mask. I'm sorry. No. And what I will say is, I don't think he's, that mask hit a lot. The percentage hit a lot. <laughs> but they let me did. tell you too. I he's not think, bad looking as I'm looking at this picture, but. I think he needed ugh, either like, uh, like a styling or shape. I think Very he unkept. was like, I actually don't. I actually think he needs to get rid of the long hair. Like, I don't think the long Same. hair suits his face shape. Also, Correct. really quickly before I forget, mm-hmm. it's funny that part of the Netflix blurb says looks are totally out of the out of the equation because they're not because prosthetics can't hide your body size. So no matter what, mm-hmm. like. Whereas, I don't know, you've seen more episodes. Is there a fat person on there? Like, is there a bigger, like most of these look, most of them have a quote unquote normative build. So, you Mm -hmm. know, at least body type wise, you have a pretty good sense of someone's body type. Even if you just know they're short, they're fat, they're built, (laughs) or you think they're average, right? You at least have a sense of, oh yeah, it's not really all, it's not not about looks. It right, you still get some physicality of it. And there's been plenty of episodes where men are like, well, I mean, I don't know what she looks like, but her body's banging or, you know, some version of right. that. If someone has like a um, body sculpting dress or or whatever. Um, and so, yes, I, I was like, I don't remember the lip pull. I'm going to have to go back and look at it because the way you describe it is very intense. <laughs> and sometimes those people are very intense, I will say. Though, which one was I looking at one of them and the contestant, he was like guessing ages or whatever. And she was 21. I was like, who in the Gen Z are these people who are signing uh up for this uh show? I'm like, I'm so aged out of this, but it's fine. It's fine. Um, Okay, so I, we won't go into detail with this one because I want to get to the panda. But the next one I had you watch was Kalichi the Rooster. Let me go back. Oh, yes. She is. Is she a rooster? He oh, was. Oh, she is a rooster. Oh, he, he was. was. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So I would, what I will say, I, so granted, we watched two with uh, women as the the daters and then men as the dates. I think uh-huh. the men are boring when they're, the, they're daters. <laughs> well, sometimes men aren't just boring. So, because I was like, you're just very vapid. Like, you're just very, like, it's all about the looks and you were like flexing like at least you know jersey girl had her problems but like, I felt like <laughs> yes Kalichi, she did Kalichi, Kalichi, mm-hmm. Kalichi, Kalichi just was like there to find that night's fuck buddy what i noted what, what i did make note of for Kalichi's episode was like what the women did, um, which shout out to them truly because Cassie was the frog and she worked in finance. Martha was the reindeer who worked in sales and Lily was the witch who she would have got kicked off because of that ugly ass mask. She was the model slash scientist. I love how many people on this series are models slash real job. Like, Oh yes, no yes, yes. No oh shade. my gosh. Well, and I love that homegirl who was a frog. She was so short. Speaking of yes, short, short queens. People, <laughs> short queens. But yes. she was cute. I loved her review. I thought she she was adorable. She was very, well, very cute. And Louise, if you'll recall, because I I call me bias. I always notice when guys say this because it is it rarely seems to like line up. But if you'll recall, he was like, I really love an intelligent woman. He said that before they started going on dates. And uh, I was like, she's she literally went to Cornell, like Ivy League, like in finance, mm-hmm. like because I think he was a um, 
pharmacist pharmacy student or something like that and so like I was like she feels like the real deal like she was kind of cool but um I will ask you so if you had to pick any of those three the frog the reindeer and the witch which one would you pick I thought oh just like pick to be or pick to date pick, or pick to be sorry pick like which I love mask the prosthetics. Or prosthetic. I love the prosthetics of the reindeer I'm not gonna lie like same that is just, the hair. that's beautiful art yeah it's very wonderfully done I will yes. say I don't Ooh. I I don't know if this is true but to me the witch was also kind of giving a little bit of like um uh giving a little bit of like gypsy too yeah it was a headpiece which is like you know I think uh it's not derog- it's not called derogatory what is it I think it, it can be offensive to people who um what's that P who word? actually are like legit dips who are legit gypsies um like I think it's the Romani people who have like really spoken out mm. about the word of like not using the word gypsy or not saying like oh I got gypped um mm-hmm. so that was the only thing where I like just like through side eye I was like okay I think y'all are it's supposed to be like a witchy a witchy gypsy but I'm like bye Okay, so I the the episode that I really wanted you to see, and I yes. have to get to because I was, I mean, me and Bay were like, what the fuck is going on? Yes. Carousel, the panda honey. I Baby. mean <laughs> girl, where do I start? Honestly, Can I, I start my general a, reaction. Yes, like general reaction. Okay. Where do we start? When let's talk with this. Okay, so I think. So my one of my first notes is twenty four and a and time is ticking, girl. Because she was like, it, "I'm about to be twenty four. I don't know. I gotta oh find Miss Red. I gotta get married. I gotta have." I was like, "Oh God!" Like, I mean, truly, wow. You know, I just yeah. <laughs> I hope I didn't sound like I know I didn't sound like that at twenty four, and I wanted to get married by twenty six. But like, this was a it was a lot. And see, this is when I'm like, is this where? Per- personality though I don't think you can fake that much crazy but like is this your personality or are you just like so excited to be on this show and like you're hidden behind prosthetics I do feel like this is her personality and let me not like automatically think this girl's from Jersey and compare her to every cast member of the Jersey Shore (laughs) but like the people from the original cast the OG cast of the Jersey Shore that first season they were legit that I feel like that's who legitimately that's who they were right like just (laughs) just this very Jersey thing about what when she said she was a party promoter I'm like okay this fits (laughs) with that, yeah. that, like that type of you would be good at that type of job like yes now she, your comments are a little too much but um mm-hmm. yeah um 100 agree with all of that the fact that this woman kept reminding us that she was 24 and needed to lock things down that's what oh made me think gosh. of like i mean she might not be italian but that was the the story the narrative that i was like completing for her so I was like she's gonna have like dark hair she's giving me Teresa Judice or Judice whichever mm-hmm. you prefer and it's like I gotta get married and Nona and the kids and you know and we, <laughs> and we also just watched Encanto so like it's a whole like pressure for your family type situation because I'm like who how do you internally feel that way like that has to be external pressure right or I mean I don't know I've never so lived in Jersey. Do- I think some people do probably feel that way, right? Again, I think I think they were told to ham it up, right? Like, and if sure. you're smart, I think there's so much reality TV now that you kind of know 
how to ham things up. Now it's the job sure. of a producer to be like, oh, this is coming off as inauthentic or this is too much, but her, <laughs> it fit her personality. And they were like, this works for this show. And onto the comment when she was, when she was picking them, she's like, oh, so we're going to get married now. Right. Like, oh, you're my life partner. And she's like, I see you as my life partner. And I was like, girl, this is, I wrote, girl, this is TV. Like (laughs) I, I I get those types of comments where I was like, I think you've been told to ham it up or you again. And the thing is some people are just good TV personalities, right? Like let us not forget New York, Tiffany, (laughs) Tiffany, Tiffany, New York Pollard, the icon, was too much for her season, but she was good reality TV. And there's yes, some people who are quality. good reality TV. And so she is good reality. If that's who you are, if that's your personality, even if you fake it, like that's that's your T- reality TV personality goals. Like I want to watch her <laughs> in more shit now. Like, and I'm sure she wants to be watched so that I think that, you know, will align nicely, align nicely. So um, let me tell you who her three uh, bows were. So she had the option of dating Ethan, the Tin Man, who was a marine biologist. And I feel like they they were being shady as fuck with this. Like, honestly, honestly, but okay. Um, Tyler was the alien. He was a model slash security guard. (laughs) 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 i'm sorry sorry. i was trying to get and then there was josh who was the bull who was an engineer Mm -hmm. okay so so this might be weird but i was i was like i could tell josh was attractive just from the i don't know if it was like the bull and like i did like like his yeah i don't know if it was just like the bull is like masculine and strong and so that (laughs) kind of like fed into an aura for josh but i was like i think Oh, no, no, JK. Actually, no, he's not the cute one. The bull made him look a little lazy eye and dopey. The mask. I don't know if that was his mask or his energy, but it made him. Maybe a combination. So I'm guessing that if you had to be one of those three, it would not be the bull. No. Which one would it be? I think I like Tyler. Tyler was the alien, which I kind Uh of liked. It felt it felt very. I I I know you don't watch. Uh, cartoons but it felt very uh um uh, dragon ball z <laughs> not vegeta cell i think was was his name was this like green kind of monster honestly it looked a little bit like uh what's his face like uh tyler the like his prosthetic form um in his prosthetic form but mm-hmm. um yeah i couldn't stand like ethan being the tin man with like that big old chin it was oh, also I know. Giving me very it was also giving me very hotep vibes i don't know if it was the black no! t-shirt with the necklace or the oh, it was just like it was giving me very hotep I was, the, the, rock, the, the rock Johnson. <laughs> right i was like i was oh very gosh. confused but no that's I liked, hilarious i liked e or tyler because i feel like it was less it was a less res- less restrictive of all the prosthetics interesting and so i think i would actually go <laughs> with the bull lazy eye aside um and massive nose aside because i don't know i thought the hair was kind of funky i did oh, kind of think that it kind of went with his personality a little bit um like i couldn't have seen i mean gosh i can barely see them how they are but i'm like i couldn't have seen tyler in like the the bull or the mechanic yeah. or tim man like i think he, okay i feel like it fit well okay you know who did lose his shit though ethan but like in a good way so oh, yeah. again spoiler. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Um, so she goes on these little conversations. Hers, I mean, are fucking wild. Asking about wildest She's places wild. had sex. Um, okay, but like, do you, do you want to get a married? good strategy though? L- lay it out all, all in front. First date on reality TV. Why not? <laughs> Well, I know I well, I do think in some of the like in some of those jarring questions, I think she was putting on like I do think she's probably like a wild child, like fun, loud, dramatic. But like when she um, Ethan was like when she told me I asked her, what is one word her friends would use to describe her? And yes. she said a psychopath. Bitch, I and let me, here's what I wrote. I wrote when she mentioned she was a psychopath and he looked to the side to the camera i screamed i was not i shocked Gooped he had gag. to he had to jim halpert that i gotta break the fourth wall this is ridiculous well and it's kind of funny because i do Yes, girl. I'm sh- yes. I'm sure your friends do call you a psychopath. Fine, but like, aren't you? To me, it's kind of like her desire to find a husband, life partner, what have you, did not match showing up in a way that would invite. Absolutely. That. But then you Absolutely. also, as we've talked about, you don't want to send your representative in. I mean, so. I guess who did she go with Tyler? No, she went with yeah, she went with Tyler. She Tyler ended was up with like, Tyler during their little date. He he was like, I like crazy, bring it on. Like I was like, okay. Yes, like, he was. He was like, I need you to be a lot. Do you, Tyler? Do you need her to be a lot? I feel like Tyler was like, I need you to be a lot in the boudoir. Like I feel like Tyler yes. was like, we're gonna go fuck after this, and whatever you talking about this marriage, no. Because I will say, I knew Ethan wasn't like that wasn't happening, and so she kicked him off, and he was like literally jumping up and down. Jubilation. Like Jubilee, honey. Um, mind you, I was he wasn't that cute. And I was like, well, if y'all can get these no shade, these ugly ass men, you can get some like unconventionally attractive women, but whatever. Um, and so he left. But then okay, so one, I was like, uh Bay at one point was like, Oh, he's definitely black or like a person of color. I was like, How you know? And wait, who? um Tyler because he's like oh well, uh-huh. I just saw the, I just saw his knees like in the whole of his pants. <laughs> so oh like, yes we no were... and see and that's that's my thing is yeah, I, I would be doing shit like that on purpose <laughs> yeah I was looking at like I was looking at underarm yes like, right, under yes. forearms the, and, but I think it honestly my thing is again I I don't mind reality tv show I don't mind bad movies but be socially aware. <laughs> like, what an opportunity to make some kind of commentary, right? Like, but mm. reality TV does is not supposed to make commentary. You're <laughs> supposed like, to literally lose yourself. But I'm like, wouldn't for me, I just was tracking my own things. Like, why do why do I pay attention to like why did I look for skin color? Why did I why did I make these assumptions about a host of things about these people? Um yeah. and I think that is that to me listen netflix feel free to invite us to do a recap episode of yes. uh, sexy beat if you want um, yes. because yeah this is this is very very interesting it is and i think so to kind of respond to your thought i i mean i honestly think it's because i am a black woman and it is so well it's two things i think it's so rare 
and it's becoming less rare, but it's typically rare to like see us represented in like a wide variety of things, right? right. Like we're in certain types of movies. We always gonna play the help somewhere or do this, do that. But, um, you know, I'm like, oh, this like wild, funny dating show. Like, it's nice to see that like black people are involved in this too. And then the second part I will say is because as a collective, I'm like, please don't go on this show and embarrass us in front of the white British people. Oh, <laughs> yes. Don't, like, don't make this something that is like, ridiculous and we'll be super mean because like oh we don't you know I don't know we don't need too much more of that but I'm like also y'all are all like 21 24 like have a good time have have fun, a good time like can I ask you something so all so carousel my note about her was that all her conversations were superficial pretend you were on the show and you're a contestant you're the the dater <clears throat> the main the main character of the episode what would the conversations that you would have with these people look like would they be like oh, any other gosh. first date or because to me again carousel's conversations were superficial like when's when's the where's the freakiest place you've had sex what do you look for like would you do you have a 401k <laughs> do you have a 401k so i guess i'm asking you like if you were in a dating reality tv show like this one like uh, yeah like basically like this one what would you talk about well okay so i would me being me, I would like to believe that I would only go on a dating show or some matchy show if I was really trying to find someone to date. So mm. I would treat it as a regular date. And obviously it would be weird that I couldn't see the person, but they also couldn't see me. And you just hope you're not like disappointing when they see you. Like I'd be like so nervous that they would be disappointed. Like when I took off my mask, you know? Right. And so, um, yeah, I think I would treat it like a date. Like I, I appreciated the guys who would do like, it may have been Tyler. He, he was doing like the dad jokes. Cause he was like, Oh, where are you from the zoo? And I was like, and for like a quick oh, second, I was like, yeah. and then I was like, Oh no, they're dressed up like, no, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was cute. And I will, I will say out of maybe all the like break the ice out of all the contestants, I think Tyler had the best or out of all the, um, the dates. Tyler, mm-hmm. I think, had the best personality. Like he was, yeah. he was the right amount of goofy and like himself. Yeah. And it didn't feel like he was trying to be anyone. Like he would make a really nice contestant on The Bachelorette, right? Like he just yes, has yes, this yes, like yes. this cuteness to him that I was like, okay, this is coming out yes. well on television. It balances her energy, so that really worked well. Yes, but because he some of the better the contestants. Well, and I think he, um, you know, was like, he was not intimidated by like such a big personality, which I always find attractive, honestly, in men, I'm a bit of an alpha female that comes as no surprise. And so like, I like a man who's confident enough in himself, who can kind of let you like steer the wheel, like run the show a little bit, Mm -hmm. um, and be totally fine. And so I definitely think he had that energy though. Okay, didn't you think I thought she was gonna go with Josh the bull because he was the only other animal or creature on this episode who was like, "Yes, I'm looking for commitment. I'm looking for whatever, whatever, long term." Uh, and that's I what she pay kept saying. To that. I was like, I "He's pay- literally I was too saying what you want." Yeah, I think I was so <laughs> caught up by her, caught off guard by her questions and her antics that Fair. I just did not even honestly pay attention to some of the responses. And you know what? She probably was so caught up in her antics that she was not paying attention to shit either because I thought it was interesting well and and still so going back to your like critical consciousness thoughts I thought it was interesting that she kept saying that 
he the alien Tyler was her type and I'm like but what does that mean if you don't know what he looks like but it's like oh, okay yes, yes, so yes, you yes, clearly yes, yes, yes. were checking for I mean obviously you have height right you do see a little bit like of a stature but like you probably were looking at those holes in his knees too and I'm like oh are you seeing like you date black guys or like tall mm-hmm. guys or what? like because I, I will say right, when she said I this is this guy's my type I yeah. took it off more physical, whereas I think some of the other contestants had said something similar. And I believe that it was more like a vibe or an essence mm. where I felt like when <laughs> we'll she said essence. it, Kalichi, Carousel, I feel like when Carousel. she said it, it was more based off of like superficial things. Absolutely. As was everything. Because I'm like, girl, Moose, no, Bull has been telling you this whole time that he is down for the cause, uh-huh. like ready to get serious. And she's like, are you sure? Like, I don't know if you're, okay, I will say this is my favorite part about this whole series this like every single episode is when they have to after their first round of dates the dater selector person has to go through like each and every contestant and is like oh this yes <laughs> it was a mini every read session time. i lived i live i die every time because these 20 year olds are like trying their best to say something nice and then also to like critique something and like it comes off so stupid sometimes (laughs) but um Mm. but yes so carousel um oh carousel made for great television and like we've alluded to she did end up picking tyler after their little axe throwing date which they were surprisingly good at axe throwing you've been axe throwing right i want to yes talk us through talk us through that shit is not easy like they were making it in the bullseye and again like you have noted this show is heavily produced and so maybe they threw and then some projection (laughs) (laughs) because when the the last time I went axe throwing and even the last time I saw people axe throw most of the throws are misses and even when you get on there most people are not getting anywhere near the center and so I don't know if they just practice or just were actually just naturally good at it but yeah I was like y'all are okay this I don't know y'all are really good at this so I guess y'all are mm-hmm. you know a match made in heaven and then so when she finally picked Tyler at the I love that little what do they call it like tunnel of love reveal tunnel like, of love. The, yeah. the whole dramatic like it's so fucking ridiculous I will say that is the best that is part of the the best part of the episode is actually the reveal I think oh, the second absolutely. episode I, yeah the Absolutely. second one that we watched, I really didn't pay a lot of attention. I was just like, give me to the end. Give me to the end. I want to see. <laughs> I want to know what you look like. <laughs> I want to see what they look like. Don't really care about the date up to that point. And also it's 22 minutes. Like you also, you just also don't, you don't care if I'm invested <laughs> in what happens nope. in the actual dates. You want me to be invested in the beginning and in the end. That's why I didn't Absolutely. care. I didn't pay attention to what they said because it was yeah. really because it happens so fast like you you yeah. have no time to really process it like at least with and it's funny because it's almost it's not even a reality tv show it's not a competition right it's not the bachelor and so it's kind of like you really don't care you're just producing a show <laughs> at the end of the day you're producing a show for netflix and want money and someone had mm-hmm. this idea and you were like let's do it you don't care if people remember anything about it you just remember the antics which is what sells it's what gets it people sounds- to watch which at the end of the day mm-hmm. is what makes the producer and Netflix ultimately money. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I think she's, I don't know that she said this as clearly. Well, she, I think she probably did. She was basically like, okay, who's going to be my husband? Who's going to be my future soulmate? Yes. And then like, 
And so then cuties, we're just going to spill the whole in for you. So in this tunnel of love, you get to see the second to last person's real face and the person you chose real face. So you see the second to last person's face first, right? And so she sees Josh the bull and your reaction to her crying about missed opportunities and having a broken oh heart, bitch. God. I was like, girl. That's when I was like, girl, you are producing. It's a work. lot. Are you one of the producers? Like, this is a lot. Basically, usually what they do is they say like, oh, like, you're attractive. All right, we'll have a nice night. <laughs> like, that's usually how <laughs> go. She's over here talking about, I just, you know, I still, I'm happy because I picked someone, but like, I'm heartbroken because like I have to leave you and say no to you. Girl, you weren't checking for him anyway. Like, sis, keep the dramatics and the theatrics. And so then, yes, when Tyler comes out, they're all giddy, giddy, goo. Um, And then, yeah, she proceeds to say like, okay, like future husband. And you can just see like he every time she used the word husband, life partner forever. He was always just like, "Uh okay (laughs) (laughs) he never ever like reiterated any of that but you know what she did go to her psychic who said she was gonna meet her man overseas and i think and honestly i hope that was real because i I actually (laughs) would be gagged if you went to a psychic however long ago and she was like and and i kind of wondered if that's why she was so like strong because she's like this i mean this is it right this like is my actually gonna me, happen this is actually gonna happen so she's like well like no matter what so i girl right i could act a total ass but my psychic said i'm gonna find my husband overseas so here i am and the funny thing is probably after they like slept together that night and she was flying back to lax or wherever or flying back to the jersey shore by herself she probably <laughs> like saw like a really hot um flight attendant person and was like oh and they hit it off like I feel like that's probably like oh yeah she ended up with or something because even I'm looking like when I google to like remember what they look like there's a picture of her and him where he's just like kind of like yeah hanging on and she's like squeezing (laughs) (laughs) body language yeah Uh, the body language is giving that this won't be giving long term but that's okay but yeah so oh my gosh I mean we truly could go on and on about all the things but we'll pause here on sexy beast and maybe we'll do a part two at some point but what Mm -hmm. are your either takeaways Louise or surprises about this here Netflix original um I love that we started with this I actually did not (laughs) I didn't know what episode what theme topic we were going to start with I loved it what a fun way to kick off our new season and the new year I mean you are again so much more aware of the dating and pop culture or dating relationship (laughs) pop culture landscape than I am so I honestly would not know about any of these shows unless it was for you because I just don't when it comes to reality TV show all I watch is RuPaul's Drag Race um so I don't really watch much of anything um besides that show I I will say I'm I'm glad you know maybe someone feels represented through this show whether it's someone from the furry community or another community like this is great Mm -hmm. like I kudos to you I will say it's something I've never seen before right um it is even like even as tired as and even as tired as role ie as like the masked singer is i was like that feels original um, like i don't know if i it's so stupid but it works because it's new you know what i mean exactly like exactly someone literally pitched hey let's bring people to sing in a mask and then reveal 
Yes. And then and someone guess what pitched we're gonna call sexy, it? The Mask The Mask Singer. singer. <laughs> and then someone went to Netflix and was like, you know what we should do? Dating in prosthetics. You know what? More, often, we doubt, often we doubt ourselves as creatives, but courting cuties, let those two examples show you to not yes. doubt yourself, to go chase your dreams. And ultimately, you can always find love at the Jersey Shore. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautifully said, beautifully put. And you know what? On that note, we will wrap there. Uh, cuties, I hope you've enjoyed this first episode back at it. Um, look forward to, you know, about 10, 11 additional episodes this season where we'll be talking about all sorts of good stuff, other shows, bringing some special guests on, all of that good stuff. And I just can't wait. And so, you know, in the meantime, in between time, definitely get caught up on episodes and be sure to keep it cute and court with confidence. Bye. Bye. Hey, Courting Cuties. Thanks for listening to another episode of Courting in Color. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Court in Color. That's C-O-U-R-T-N-C-O-L-O-R. Or head on over to our website at courtingincolor.com. That's courtingincolor.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Court dismissed. Work. Vogue. Work. Vogue.